This is deep dish, right? Yeah, well, let's get deep. So, so I'm, I'm going deep on both sides. Trevor Jones, welcome to the platform, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks you here now. Me. I'm finally here, man. I thought you were playing with my emotions, um, but it feels great to see visually your room. So yeah. thanks again. No, I'm glad you was able to bless the space, and I'm glad we were able to do this, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we were able to talk about your journey. Thank you. And, um, and as black men, I always like to emphasize the black men when we're talking and we're building together. I just something, something about that um, in community and also just for people to know that we can, we can work together, we can build, and you know, we're we not as demonized as they make us seem in media yes. or propaganda. Yes. And so, you know, I just want, I, always, I just think that's important anytime black men in spaces together building mm -hmm. to emphasize and articulate that. I agree. And so look, man, let's, 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 I want to start a little <laughs> bit from the beginning. Then we can get into like the village culture okay. or whatever. Um, man, who is, who is Trevor Jones, man? Who, 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 this is your introduction. You know what I'm saying? My introduction. I love introduction. introductions because yeah. I need people to understand who I am yeah. before I talk about Village Culture. Um, so Trevor, born in Sacramento, California, um, at the age of nine or eight, moved to Mobile, Alabama. I was always the, the quiet kid, middle kid, two mm -hmm. brothers and one sister. And, you know, for me, I was always trying to find my way, yeah. always trying to find my niche. Um, and, you know, gravitating through life. It, it, it's, it's been a great journey, but it's also been a challenging journey at times because I was always here and I never understood why. Right? Mm -hmm. I, I was on this earth and, you know, looking at my life and people would say it's a great life, you're, you're doing great things, but at the end of the day, I felt like there was a void. Yeah. And I wasn't the smartest kid. I was a, a BC student um, around my brothers and sister they were pretty much geniuses, mm. um, for lack of better words, because they're straight A's and it was really no effort. Um, I played a little bit of sports. It wasn't my passion, so I didn't really stick to it. Um, so I say all that to say, growing up, it was really, okay, why am I here? What am I good at? Yeah. So it took a lot of years for me <laughs> to come about and, and really find out the true purpose of Trevor yeah. and how I can make a difference in this world. Man, so what were some of those challenges, man? Or like, what was some of that figuring out? Because I think it's it's important because we all trying to figure something out yeah. at certain parts of a journey in our life. And so, what was some of that figuring out moments? And what were some of those tactics that helped you figure out, like, okay, maybe this is not the space I need to be yeah. in, or maybe I need to pivot over here and not over there? Yeah. So, great question. I, I think that to to answer a simple yeah. um, answer it simple to you is, you know, it was always when I was in school, what did I want to be mm. when I finished high school? Did I want to go to college? Yeah. When I went to college, if I went to college, what did I want to major in? Yeah. Um, and most people, they say they know what they want to do when they first get to college. For me, it was a challenge because when I was in high school, I was the teacher and the principal's pet. So yeah. I didn't really have to exert myself like most kids did right. because I was always the, the teacher assistant, the principal right. assistant. So I didn't really have to like grasp, okay, what is the next step? Right. So once I was able to get in college and I started out as um, communications, I wanted mm -hmm. to be an FBI agent. And once I looked at the world, I knew that probably wasn't the place for me to be in. Right. So I, nav I, I switched it over to business management because I always felt like, um, if I was in the right place, I can truly make a difference with not just people, but also yeah. business. So, so growing, growing, and, and, and I realized, okay, yeah, believe it or not, I worked two jobs for 10 years. I paid through uh, for my college, I paid for my house, and I paid wow. for my car. 
So, and that was seven days a week. And, you know, life, mm -hmm. it was like, I don't want to do that forever. Yeah. You know, so when I looked at it, I'm like, how can I make the most money? Yeah. <laughs> it took a while, yeah. right? But it, it taught me hard work was very, very important. Yeah. And whenever I looked at a job, my first job was Roundtable Peace in Sacramento, Kiefer Boulevard. And one of the guys told me, he said, Trevor, I know you're just busing or mm. picking up the, you know, the, the stuff that the customer left, the, the plates and the food. Yeah. He's like, but take this job as if you were the president of the company. Mm. And from that moment on, I had my shirt starched. Yeah. I had my, 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 my pants starched because yeah. I, I gradually learned perception. Perception yeah. is reality. Yeah. So all of these experiences you know, they lead me to a different path. And, and when I got to the corporate world, because I, I was a student assistant at one point, and they, they took a liking to me. I didn't know why, but they mm -hmm. took a liking. And, and by doing that, that helped me with my confidence. Yeah. Right? It, wasn't, it was something that I didn't want to do long term, work for the state. But it was a good stepping stone to see that I can do more than just the pizza thing. Yeah. Right. And it, I also got to the point where, do I even want to go to college? Mm. Right. Because, again, I didn't love school. Yeah. So when I talk to kids now, I don't really care if you like school or not. You need yeah. to finish it because there's a means to an end. Right. And I was a kid that didn't like school. Yeah. Um, so all stepping stones. Right. Yeah. And then I got, uh, when I moved to Nashville, I started working for a corporation. And this is why it's so important where we, we don't look at color mm -hmm. when we're trying to progress. Color is good um, for certain situations, but if you're trying to progress, certain people are the only ones that can help you do it. Right. And when I first got in the corporate space, I had the leader, leaders, the senior leaders, presidents, the VPs that saw Trevor mm -hmm. and said, you know, this, this guy is different. Yeah. This guy is different. And it was all of the stuff that I did before. Mm. My personality is coming out, right? Because yeah. I always thought I'm, I'm shy, I'm timid. I don't like saying any things. No, it wasn't, I wasn't in the right place to mm. say it. So, so once I got older and a little more confident, yeah. I started to get into my own. And yeah. I knew my it. Yeah. And, and that's one thing I always want kids to know. Pay attention to your it. Initially, yeah. you may not know what it is, but kind of think about it. And the more you think about it, it will come to you. Yeah. And sometimes people tell you what it is. And People told me, okay, your it is people, Yeah. right? You're able to relate to people. You make yeah. people feel um, that they can talk to you. Yeah. So all of that came to where we are now. And we'll talk about village culture yeah. once we get to that space. So man, this 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 investment in, in black boys, man, that you that you take. Kings, yeah. yeah, these kings, young mm -hmm. men, right? Where did that come from, right? What is that? What is that catalyst? What does that look like? Because we understand the importance, the need to invest right. in our young black kids right. and our young black young man. Um, just because of all the trials and tribulations, the hurdles, the systemic mm -hmm. issues and barriers from the school to prison pipeline to yeah. just distractions and right. things like that. Like, mm -hmm. how did that shape and form like that process and pivot? Wow. So. Um, for me, I was that kid, mm. right? California, I didn't live in the best areas. Yeah. Gang infested, drug infested. So when I look at these kids, I look at me because mm. the path could have went south yeah. immediately. Um, but again, like I said earlier, somebody believed in me. Yeah. So understanding that struggle as a kid, we didn't financially have the money for me to always get the haircut. 
Yeah. So, you know, we had to get creative in the ways in which we got our haircut. Yeah. Um, once we were able to buy clippers, you know, we started cutting each other's hair. When I was in high school, I bought clippers from working at Roundtable Pizza where I was able to pay for haircuts because I was cutting hair. Wow. Um, yeah, that's another story. Well, and no, don't we, say wow like no, it was good. No, it was no, not no, a no, good well, haircut. Well, I'm saying wow because, you know, I got a barber background. I got my master barber's license. See, everybody says that, man. No, I got it. You no, know, no. you like to fit them no, up. I'm going to write this one down. No, 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 no. no, no. I, can bring it, I, can, I can bring it out. You got receipts? I, I got receipts. <laughs> First off, yeah, but uh, hold on now. And we, hey, look, we got uh, Timothy in the studio. If I got to bring it out, I'm, look, nah, I, I'm doing this. Y'all have hey, to wait a minute. He's looking for his wallet I'm right looking, now. He's, look, he's I'm looking, looking for his paper. Look, I'm looking for my paper, and I'm going to have this because, nah, we ain't going to do this. We ain't finna. <laughs> well, while you do that, did you practice? Did you? No. So, oh, so, like, I had a, me and my, so, my dad is a master barber and an instructor. Oh, okay. He runs, he, he opened and runs the barbering program out of the sheriff's department. Nice. Jeffrey Moore. So, yeah, I need to connect y'all to general. Mr. But, Moore. Um, but, so, I grew up around him cutting and, and mastering. So, in 2012, 2013, we actually opened up a barbering school on Buck Cannon called My Three Sons Barber College. Nice. And okay. I ran there for two years before I went to the Peace Corps. Nice. And that's why I got my, my technical, my theory, my practical training. Okay. I had to take the state yeah. boards and all that. Yeah. yeah. So you make it sound like you're you're pretty good at it. Like Not, you're like, the SME, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I was cold. I'm probably, like, I still do a little cutting. But back then, okay. Okay. I was, but you know, you, you, you stop doing something, you know, your skills yeah. decline. A little rusty. You're a little yeah. rusty. But, oh, yeah, I was hard. I was hard in the paint. Well, I'm going to tell you, I didn't like yeah. cutting. I did. I mean, you gave me that story. That was beautiful. But for me, I didn't like it. I just did it because I knew I needed some money yeah. um, to get somewhere else. Um, but <laughs> so we talk about village culture. It all came about when I really, so during COVID, it uh -huh. hit all of us in different ways. And, yeah. and I tell this story a lot because this was really the reason why I was able to start village culture. Mm. Um, a lot of the stuff that I did, it stopped. The things okay. that I love the most in life, working out, going to the barber shop. Yeah. I couldn't do it anymore. But I also was required to sit down and really listen. Yeah. And once I was able to do that, things started to to happen. My emotions started to get heavy. Yeah. Um, my understanding became a little more clear. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna pay for haircuts and all this, but long story short, that wasn't the purpose mm. of God talking to me. Yeah, you're going to take care of haircuts, but it's not coming out of your pocket. Yeah. And that was a message from a person I look up to. So once that happened, we, we started having conversations. That was one week. Next week, we're talking to the lawyer, um, getting the 501c3 started. Yeah. We got the 501c3. I'm like, man, this is my brand. We got the, the trademark for Village Culture. Um, but the end game, the end game is I want people to understand how important a haircut is. Right? What does that mean? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. What, is that, what yeah. does a haircut mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that so, mean? So it's, it's a great question, and a lot of people ask that, but a lot of times they already know the answer Yeah. because I'm talking to men that are well, asking think, the well, question. Well, uh, and it can but mean different things. Very true. And yeah. so that, that's the key, like understanding what it meant to you. Yeah. Right. For me, it helped me with my confidence because I wasn't very confident. Right. I didn't know why I wasn't, but at certain times I felt better. Mm -hmm. And that was typically because I got my hair cut. But another thing that was very, very key to me when I was in the barber chair was, or in the barber shop, it was relationships. Mm. I have um, been blessed to meet some people while in the barber chair and while in the barber shop that are my friends to this day. Yeah. And I'm talking 20 years, right? Yeah. So what I want 
kids to understand or young kings to understand when you're in that chair, you are VIP, mm -hmm. right? Because somebody's like, you know, Trevor, you can do the barber schools. Yeah. My two brothers and what was it again? Ah, oh, see, so you go, look, man. No, I'm just, you know, this my, my three sons barber college. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, for us, I don't want that to be the route. Yeah. Right. Because I used to go to barber schools. Yeah. And it's, and it's not saying that some of them aren't good. Yeah. But it's get them in and get them out. Yeah. Right. That relationship a lot of times is not being built there. Yeah. Unless they a barber school and a barbershop, two different, two different things. Two different things. Yeah. And, and I want them to understand from my standpoint, I wasn't always able to go to the barbershop. Yeah. Right. It was, I didn't go until probably I was in high school, mm. the latter part of high school. So, you know, I want them to say, yeah, man, I, I can have appointments. Yeah. And when I come in there, they know my name. Yeah. You know, somebody from Village Culture may come in. Yeah. We're having real conversations because yeah. when I first started, I realized really fast kids don't really have confidence. Yeah. Right. And I, you know, you get into your day to day, you don't really see it as much. Uh, you you got to instill it. You have to. Right. But the main thing about that is, is being consistent. Mm. Right. And that was my challenge. I wasn't really in a, in a space where I could be consistent with my haircuts growing up because financially that wasn't the priority. Right. So with Village Culture, we're consistent. Right. You know, if unless something happens where the family moves or, you know, they just decide they no longer want to come and get their haircut by Village Culture, we're going to be there, you know, twice a month until they graduate high school. What 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 are you seeing as far as the impact that you're having oh, yeah. on these oh, young yeah. kings? Yeah. And like even from what you're hearing from their mothers or their fathers on what this is doing yeah. for them. Yeah. Tell us some of those stories, oh, man. man. So first and foremost, <laughs> a lot of times what I found was it's either the guardian, the grandmother, or the mom or aunt taking care of the child. And they don't really know about haircuts. Yeah. Right? yeah. Us men, we know. We like looking right. fresh. Moms don't really know that. As long as they comb their hair, brush yeah. their teeth, they're good. So that was an education for me because it's not really only benefiting the child. It's right. also benefiting the person that's taking care of that child, yeah. right? Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it leads into the confidence factor. Mm -hmm. when, when I first, like when we first bring children in, we identify, of course, there's no eye contact. Like you and I were looking each yeah. other in the eye because we understand how important that is. Yeah. When we first saw each other, we greeted ourselves yeah. or greeted each other with a handshake. None of that. Yeah. So you don't get the eye contact. You may get a handshake, but it's not a solid, firm handshake. Yeah. As we continue, like we had one school in particular, it was a, a challenging school, right? It, was, it wasn't a school that I thought I was um, going to do when I started Village Culture, but it has been such a reward for me because I've learned so much and it let me know being in a bubble is not always good, right? right? Being in your day-to-day -day life is not always healthy. Sometimes you have to get outside, you know, make a U-turn, mm -hmm. you know, pivot a little different so you can really get an understanding of you and also your surroundings. And by doing that, we were starting to see the more consistency that, or consistent that we were with the kids, the confidence started mm -hmm. to change, right? Mm -hmm. So instead of them just coming with their head down, they'll come in looking at you, say yeah. your name good handshake yeah. and sometimes they'll even start the conversation now like you said you were a barber these kids most of them think they were their superstar basketball players and their football players yeah right so it, it, it's kind of cool to gravitate to let them know okay yeah i get it you might be good but do you know it's, it's probably a one percent chance that you'll make it to the next level right so let's talk about something else 
right? right? And it's not discouraging them, but right. they need to understand there's other outs outside of sports. Make right. that number two opposed to number one. Yeah. What type of impact from these young men, especially these athletes that you're dealing with, that these future athletes, like how does that translate once they leave the barbershop? Oh, man. Like, like, like from the field to, because I mean, we talk about confidence, it's just not how you look, right? Oh, it's no. about how you perform. Yeah. Yeah. It's about how you carry yourself, yeah. maybe how you dress. It's like a whole etiquette it's thing, right? Etiquette. What is the what is the like? Give give us a story, man. man. Listen, some, uh, just one of the one of the youth, man. You gotta give us, you this, gotta give us this a, is, a personal one, man. So I have a couple, right? I have a couple. I have you know a story that was, you know, not so fun. You know, it was he didn't. This person didn't have a lot of family, so. You know, that said, the family didn't really have the resources to consistently take care of the kid. And we were able to step in and see that, yeah. right? See that change. But the funny story is I have one kid. Now, he he has swag before he started getting consistent haircuts, right? right. He already had it. The haircut wasn't there. Right. <laughs> Oh my God. He, he had the sauce, but he ain't Bro, had Bro, once he got that haircut, <laughs> right, he yeah. gets out the chair. Hey, man, let me see that mirror again. I'm like, bro, you're not that fresh. Yeah, man. I, I, got, I, got, I got two girlfriends. Oh, really? You have two girlfriends? Yeah. Wait till they see my haircut. Oh, man. So, so that funny. type of stuff, talking to high school and middle, yeah. middle school kids, yeah. it's amazing, right? Because them, to them, that is so important. Right. Their image, how they look to others. Being somebody that, that that interacts and engages with, with with young men on a consistent basis, what is your thought process on where we we are seeing our youth kind of go and kind of be drawn to today? Because I, I know you see it every day. I do. They, they're drawn to the more flamboyant actors and the entertainers, mm -hmm. and you know mm -hmm. that's there. Like, mm -hmm. hey, I want this is what I gotta do to get that. Yeah. So how, how what are you seeing effects is playing on these young kids, man. these young men mentally? Well, so this is the thing. Um, it, it's several different things, but one that I initially not noticed immediately is, and I tell people all the time, these kids didn't have to be here. Yeah. You know, that wasn't something, hey mom, hey God, I'm ready to come with this particular parent. No, they didn't ask for that. So knowing that, it, it hurts my heart because these kids are suffering. Mm. Like they, they're really, haircut is just a piece of mm. these, the, the environment in which they're faced with when they leave school. You know, sometimes school is their safe haven. Yeah. But I also like people to understand the energy that kids have, you can never emulate it. Right. Right. Our stresses are, are not their stresses. Right. So when I used to get haircuts twice a week, it wasn't because I had a lot of hair. Right. It was because I needed that energy, mm. right? I needed that swag. Yeah. So when I see the kids that don't have it, mm -hmm. it really hurts me because I can do this little piece, right? And and I like to say it's a seed, yeah. right? Because it's it's a building block. And if we look at you know plants and trees, it doesn't happen immediately. Right. But if we continually you know water it, it grows and it can grow to be great. Because I see, I've seen those kids that had the father figure where they brought them in the barber shop, right? Mm -hmm. Versus the kid that um, a friend brought them in or a grandmother brought them in, and the difference in the swag. Talk, I gotta, we gotta stay there because I think that's a. I had my father in my life full time, 
and I can tell it's a difference like amongst my peers, especially when we was going through high school mm -hmm. of like the things that I was getting into, the things they was getting into, but also the confidence that I had in myself and my last name. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Talk about that a little bit, even deeper about the importance of father figures or oh, men man. that oh, are man. father. You know, even if you're not a biological father of a child, yeah. but just having a father man, figure in your life. And yeah, and I feel like that is it's what that's what that you that's what you all are bringing to to the table. Oh man, we're you know we're bringing love. Yeah. And, mm. and from a man standpoint, yeah, it's a different. healthy love, yeah, um, a judgment-free love, mm. where you don't really get that if you don't have a father. Mm. And and I can honestly say, I think the way men now are raising children is is probably a little bit different from the way I used to see it when I was growing up. I didn't have uncles that would say, "Hey, Trevor, I love you." Yeah. Right. They may take me to the store, yeah. take me out to eat. That was the way they showed me love. Yeah. But now the friends that I hang around, hey, I love, I love you, son. Yeah. I, I love you. Right. Yeah. I, I look you in the eye and I tell you that. So it, it's, it's totally different. Like you said, when you have a father that loves you and tells you the importance of your name. Mm. But what I see in a lot of these schools are parents and guardians trying to figure it out mm -hmm. so they don't have the time to tell you some of them do but some of them are just trying to figure it out and they don't have the time to tell you i love you right or let's sit down and just talk yeah right um so you know that is one of the concerning things but when i when i talk to the moms the single moms and the guardians especially the moms they don't really like going to the barbershop yeah. Right. Because us is our place. Yeah. It's, it's the, the poor man's um, country club, as they call it, yeah. right? where we can have real conversations. So a single mom, she may be attractive. That is not the place she wants to go because then she's that one they're going to talk about. Right. And that's that kid's mom. Yeah. Right. So, you know, that's another thing we bring to the table where, you know, we we take care of them and, and we can take them to the barbershop if we need to. Right. Um, but it's a totally different thing compared to a father versus a mom versus the guardian because sometimes a kid wants to be around a father figure, yeah. but all they have is their mom. Yeah. And it automatically shows, mm. right? Because a mom, as they get older, they can't just hug and kiss on their boy. Right. But a father can. Yeah. Right? So it automatically separates. So to your point, man, like you having your father around, having a present father yeah. around, is a game changer because at the end of the day, no matter what you do in life, you're never going to stray too far from your foundation. Yeah. These kids don't have foundations. Yeah. So that's where we're trying to step in. And that's why, you know, me doing village culture is not cool. It's not cute. It's a game changing thing you because foundation. it's a foundation, man. It's nothing like a foundation. Yeah. So us being consistent, us being that shoulder where they can call us and say, bro, like I need, I need to talk. Yeah. That's that's where we're going to be able to make that difference, not only in Nashville, but as we grow, it's going to be in cities and different states where we're going to have that true network of a village feel where, you know, I can talk to Jerome, I can yeah. talk to, you know, whoever that I need to speak with, and they're going to be there to talk to me back. What do you want village culture to mean? Put like this, say we say say we say I don't know you, right? And I just met you, right? You got an elevated speech. Mm -hmm. 
And I said, yes, I hope. I see your hat. I see your, I see your drip. Yeah. I said, village culture. What, what is that, man? man. What, what, what is that? What is that? What does that mean? What is that? Yeah. And how would you break that down? Man, I can, I can do it several different ways depending on how I feel. But first and foremost, thanks again for bringing me on this show, man. I'm so oh. appreciative. Oh, Deep man. dish is a place. <laughs> I feel good about it. But to answer your question, it can be purpose, mm. or it can be let's have a seat. Yeah. Because like I told you before, I get so carried away with it because it's so passionate yeah. to me when I talk about us yeah. and knowing where we can go with this. Yeah. So, you know, Elevator, you know, that's always an easy answer. Yeah. You know, um, nonprofit, we sponsor haircuts for the underserved. Right. Uh, we pay for the haircuts twice a month until they graduate high school. During that time is when we have sit downs. We yeah. have 40 45 minutes to an hour right. to just have a conversation. Right. You see my shirt. I always talk about my shirt because yeah. I had to get this made because my son really made a difference when he told me this. Mm. We're sitting down, he's asking all these questions. I'm like, man, come on, bro. Like, and he, he noticed that. And yeah. he's four now, he was three when he told me this. Yeah. And he said, daddy, it's just a conversation. <laughs> like, man, all right, so yeah, the importance of a conversation right dialogue the back and forth mm -hmm. you can't you can't make that up no. right you can't make emotions up you can't um make certain conversations up because mm -hmm. if it's going it's just going to go it's flowing yeah right so when i talk about village culture i always talk about that right yeah. the barber chair and you know how important it is how it made you know you feel mm -hmm. if you're if you're a guy yeah. or you know how it made the kids feel and also where we're going with this, yeah, right? Like I was a kid that had to walk a lot because I didn't have the transportation to get the barbershop haircut. So I had to go to my friend's house, $3 or $4. Yeah. And eventually we want to get to a place where we have a bus, a village culture bus, barber chairs in it, where we can go. Mobile bus, mobile barbershop. Go to them, right? Because that is really going to change the game. It's going to yeah. help the market from every aspect because perception right yeah you, you're looking at yourself you're feeling yeah. better and look man they pulled up on me yeah they, they came to my house yeah and they took care of my haircut but you know and you know and this is and this is big because again i think you mentioned in the beginning like it's, it's not nothing really like this on a consistent basis mm -hmm. you might have some people like back hey okay school. i'm a mm -hmm. you know back to school events mm -hmm. or you know these things we get backpacks we haircuts and stuff like this but something that consistently is rooted in look confidence and, and 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 young man etiquette, yeah. right? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna teach you how to have a conversation. We're gonna build confidence in this conversation, yeah. and then we're gonna do this. Make sure it's consistent twice a month. Exactly. You know, you're gonna make sure you fresh, you clean. We're gonna exactly. converse. We're gonna catch up. Make sure everything good. We're gonna take that pressure off of grandmama, mama. mama yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whatever yeah. it may be, maybe even father depends exactly. on the situation. Yeah. You know, we're gonna take that pressure, and we're mm -hmm. gonna make sure you good and you clean, you can confident. Even if you don't have the freshest shoes, you can you can have the freshest haircut. Freshest haircut. Uh, or you don't have the freshest yeah. garments, you gonna your haircut gonna be clean. You're gonna have whatever you need. And I just think this I just think that's, you know, I just think that's crucial to do that, but you pouring so much more in with just that that masculine man yeah. energy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh that I think that we all need to be poor that's important and yeah. that's and that's value. Value, man. And it's 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 good that you say that. So when I, when I first started, I'm like, okay, yeah, we're gonna tell them, you know, this is a place that, you know, is Village Culture, you know, barbershop that, you know, works with Village Culture. But then I thought, man, how did it, how did I feel knowing that I can go when I was growing up to a barber that I liked? Yeah. Right? 
So once I really just thought about that even more, I'm like, no, I'm not going to tell them where they can go. Yeah. You go to the barber you want to go to. Village mm. Culture, we're going to have a conversation with that barber, let them know, okay, this is what we're doing. Hopefully they're on the same page and we can, you know, continue that partnership. Yeah. But they have the option to pick the barber that they want to go and see. Wow. Yeah. So, and, and that is that is a good thing as well because... A lot of times they're comfortable with a barber. Mm -hmm. They just don't have the ability to go consistently. Right. Or oh, the prices. Mm -hmm. You can go here, barber, different prices. And I was going to say that as well. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, I kind of got sidetracked. But uh, people ask, you know, do the, the barbers volunteer? No. No, you're mm -hmm. paying. These kids are paying customers. Yeah. And they are treated that way. Yeah. This is my purpose, right? This is my purpose. This is what God told me to do. I'm not putting it on a barber. Yeah. So when I come in, when that child comes in, okay, three o'clock. Yeah. He's coming in at three o'clock. What do you want? Yeah. Right. Just just like if you go to yeah. the barbershop. Like any other regular regular customer service. Regular day. Regular nothing. Yes. We ain't no discounts. No nothing. Nothing. We we yeah. we want the same top notch service because we're gonna pay the same top notch. Exactly. Amount. That's amazing. Exactly. That's amazing. Do you do you get barbers that reach out to you? Oh, of course, yeah. all the time. And and sometimes I feel bad because I can't. I mean, I want every every barber to eat. Yeah. Right? But as we grow, that will happen. Yeah. But I'm very strategic on opening it up too much because I don't want to bring a child on and not be able to take care of that child. When we right. look at price, it's not a lot. It's like six hundred dollars a month, maybe a little more, for a year of haircuts. Yeah. But I don't want to keep children coming on if I can't take care of that year. Right. And once we expand and, and get to the schools, you know, in a in a large scale yeah. aspect, we're going to be able to, you know, work with a lot more barbers. How can people pour into village culture? Say, like a man or woman, black or white, brown, yellow, green, whatever, and say, hey, you know, I like what Trevor and village culture is doing. You know, I want to pour into this. Yeah. How can they point to that? And if they're not, if they say they, they're not a barber, but they say, hey, I just, yeah. I love that. I understand the importance of building self-esteem, confidence, right. worth, value. How can I pour this? Well, and we all know with it being a nonprofit, you know, donations. And I, I like to say seed, right? Because yeah. it, it's going to be paid back. Right. Um, that's key. That's the number one thing. Because once we do that, we can hit mm -hmm. and we can break every barrier. Yeah. That's that's very important, but also word of mouth. I met you from yeah. word of mouth. You yeah. saw we saw each other at the museum, and yep. we started talking. Yep. And energy is real. Yep. And you know, even though it's been five years, we were able to get together and make that. <laughs> He's lying. It ain't been no five years. I swear. When people look, I gotta make a PSA announcement. Look, when y'all come on Deep Dish, don't act like it's been five years since we've been trying to get this interview. I understand. Look, I I get it. It'd be two weeks and people think it's ten years. Oh, look, all right, man. a year. I'll take that back. I digress. It's, it's been a year. It was just spring. It was just the spring. Okay. It will felt like a year. Oh, How about that? Can we compromise man, on that? Look, man. Look, see, that's the last time y'all gonna see trouble. Yeah, I get a get a, get a good look and listen. One and done. I get it. I'm going to the league, but you know, it's 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 definitely word of mouth, right? Yeah. Um, and then you mentioned it. You know, we, we're going to need more barbers. Yeah. Right, because some kids don't have a barber. Yeah. I had one kid when we went to his school, this school was gracious enough to have a barber chair. Yeah. So I brought a barber in and the barber comes and cuts the hair and the kid, he said, I was like, man, thank you. He's yeah. like, I haven't had a haircut in a year. 
Man. Bro, I almost cried. I'm like, if I don't get a haircut, it's because either I don't want to go to the shop or the barber's not coming to my house. Yeah. Options. Yeah. This kid has no options. And he was like in ninth grade. And I think we can take those things for granted. Yeah. Exactly. You know Our bubble. Like, yeah, like we can take those things for granted. And we all know like how important it is to look and feel good. When you look good, you feel, feel good. good. You look good, you play good. All of those, you, you perform good, all of those things. And so that's why I think for me, it's always important, like how can people pour into them? Because once they listen in, like everybody can relate to wanting to feel their best yeah. and look their best. And that looking their best is going to look different for different people, right? Um, but, but to know that like you can be a community member and pour into youth, yeah, especially young man, to make sure like, hey, you know, if you're not looking your best, that may, that, that may trigger you to start bullying somebody. And that's it. It's because you're getting bullied. Like, those type of things, like, it'd be interesting to even see the, see the, if that was some type of statistical thing you can, you can see, it's like, how many, how many bullies don't get their haircuts enough? Oh, that's You a know, lot. that type of thing. It's a lot, <laughs> like, you know, or don't have, you know, like, where's that bullying coming from? I bet, I bet it's self-confidence and value, like. I don't feel good about myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna make sure I project that on every day at school on other students yeah. that may have that fresh lineup, that may but, have those fresh garments. But to add to that, so imagine like if you're walking on the street, right? Mm -hmm. And and we don't like to say this, but everyone does it. You're walking on the street and you see a kid that does not have a haircut. Yeah. Oh, he's poor. Mm. Right? He doesn't have anything. Yeah. Now if we see an adult doing it. Okay, we might look at what he has on, what shoes, because at that point you have an option. Right. But kids, it's not okay. They have money. It's okay. Yeah, he's not. You know, yeah. He doesn't have anything, and they shouldn't be looked at like that. Right. But to answer your question, donations, word of mouth, follow the movement. Yeah. You know, follow the movement. That's key, man. Because I want people to understand, like, oh yeah, we're in Nashville now, but we're gonna move. We're yeah. we're moving. We're gonna be in hopefully if not 50 states, as many states as possible, yeah. because there's a kid that needs help in yeah. every city, nah, we're gonna every state. going to be global state. with it. Global. It's going to be global. It's kids, it's kids that need haircuts all over the all world. All over the world. All over yeah. the world. So, you know, that's key. And then, you know, like you said, the barber. We need barbers. We're, yeah. we're always going to need um, barbers and advocates, man. I, yeah. you, you said you had, and he doesn't like this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Reggie Ford was on there Yeah. with you. God, man, that's that's that guy, man, he's, he's a visionary. Yeah. Right. And, you know, to be so young and, and understand it's okay to be vulnerable. It's mm -hmm. tremendous, man. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm one of his biggest fans because how many men do we know that can say, man, I need to talk, dude. Yeah. Like for real. Yeah. Not for real. Yeah. I have close homeboys that may not do that. Yeah. We carry but he's it. telling the world. Yeah. Now we carry it and just, we just carry it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we've seen our fathers do it, our grandfathers, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and just a cycle. And so we're like, man, it's part of being a man, it's right? Part of being a man. We, we were adapted as DNA. It's like, this is what, but we don't complain, we don't cry, we just we just get through it. Bro. We figure it out. Bro, it, I, from one point, I didn't cry for 30 years, man. Man, when I was talking to Reggie, I had mentioned him. I've only seen my father cry one time. Yeah. And that was, and that was when my grandmother passed away. Mm. And when I seen him like facing the pillow, I was like, damn, mm. I haven't seen him cry. This was, this was tw twin, 2005, 2004, 2005. I was like, a, I was in freshman high school um, at Pearl Cone. And so, and I ain't seen him cry since then. Not before wow. then and not since then. Wow. And then I, and I look at myself and then when was the last time I cried? Right, right. And it ain't, it's been, it's, but, but see, and this is where I Shout love. out to Reggie, man. Shout out to Reggie. Shout out. 
you know, and the thing is where I think it's so important to talk about that, bring that conversation up mm -hmm. is because once you cry, yeah. you feel so much better, man. Yeah. You feel so much better. And yeah. you don't know the stresses that are on your on your shoulders. Right. Us, man, we have a lot. Yeah. We have a lot. For sure. You know, and if you don't have a spouse, you don't have a stand-up lady like I do, you know what I mean? You're not going you're not going to be able to to deal with it. At some yeah. point you're going to break. Yeah. Right? So we all need somebody that we can rely on. I'm not saying you got to cry to everybody. Right. You can't just walk down the street like, "Nah, bro, don't do that." <laughs> but it's it's healthy. Yeah to cry. So yeah. somebody needs to find somebody that's going to stand up with them and say, bro, I love you. Yeah. And keep going. Yeah. Right. No one is a robot. Man. Fundraiser got coming up. Oh, man. And so Look, we're not going to keep talking about Reggie. No, nah, no. Nah, we got we got joke. But Reggie's, Reggie's part, part of the fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> Again, shout out Reggie. Um, he and I, we have conversations a lot and you know, I would, it's funny. So I'm glad it's perfect time. It's it's November, it's September 24th at okay. 12 o'clock. But it's it's um, during our conversations, our first conversation, it was, do you still work out? Because he played football at NBA, Vanderbilt. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, man, once I finished football, I was done. I'm like, come on, man, I work yeah. out. You, you're still in shape. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, I do yoga. Mm. Oh, really? You do yoga? He's like, yeah, that's all I do now. So all of that led to September 24th, where he was like, man, I want to give back to Village Culture, and I don't want anything out of it, but I just want to educate people on yoga. And if I can do it, I would love to do it for Village Culture. So um, wow. he has offered, and he set up the location for us, and he's going to educate us, men and women. And I thought it was important for us to have couples yeah, because it's, it's good to see your friend or whoever come with you. Mm -hmm. And go through the journey together. Yeah. And not saying everybody has to have a couple. You can come by yourself. But yeah. we're going to use this platform to educate us as men and, and some women as well yeah. that they can do yoga yeah. and it makes them feel better. Yeah. You know, for the ones that don't cry. You right. know, <laughs> That'll be their outlet. That'll be me. I need that. <laughs> Just don't do it that way. I need day, some, I need some Don't break it down. But if you do, I'll get you some tissue, man. It's, it's all good. <laughs> Oh man, hey Trevor, look man, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to bring you back, man. Yeah, is it any, is it anything? Because this what people that's listening like this is gonna be a cycle. You're you're coming over here on a regular guest, yeah. Because I think it's important to talk about young man, how to point a young man, and just the work that you're doing on a consistent yeah. basis, and to just get your thought process on what's going on in the country yeah. and in our city around when it's coming to young men and what people can do to be pouring right, into them, right. regardless of where they are, right. you know? And so I definitely want to just make that note for people that's listening and watching. Secondly, man, one, tell us how can people find you and then just anything else that you want to leave us with. Man, I love that. Thanks. Um, so Villas Culture, of course, we're on several platforms, um, at Villas Culture, Instagram, we have a Facebook, we have a website. Um, of course, it's K. K-U-L-T-U-R-E, Village Culture. Um, you'll pull us up. You know, if we would love for you to donate or plant a seed, we have the major paying apps, um, Cash App, Venmo, Village Culture, of course. Yeah. That that's definitely key. Um, and again, I would love to come back, but most importantly, um, I want people to follow the movement. I want people to come to our uh, fundraiser. If you can't come, you can always donate. But I want to say to you. Keep doing what you're doing. I think it's so important where 
we speak to us yeah. that are doing well. Yeah. Right. We we don't like to to give flowers. If I had some, I would give you some yeah, right now here. because it's not easy for one doing a show. Yeah. For two, staying consistent with people yeah. on your show. Yeah. So so keep your platform going. You know, mm-hmm. I look over the media and I look over <laughs> different you know things and yeah. I see your name out there. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Because appreciate it. You're gonna be somebody that a kid they may strive to be you. Yeah. No. Right. So so keep being great. Yeah. No. Keep thank being great. you. I appreciate that. For sure. Now, y'all, hey, look, you motivate me and so many others, because that's how I look at it. I say, man, like village culture, they do. All right, let me let me step up. Oh, damn, they doing this because, but because I look at it as we all can build together. Yeah. And like I don't see it as no unhealthy competition. I see it as like, okay, they building. I need to be building more yeah, let's with do it them. Together. Let's do it together. Yeah. And it's that's a village. Thing. And it's a, and it's a village. Yeah. And it's, and it's just all man. It's, it's all community, man. Whatever we do, we want to bring community with us. And I think it liberal it it. it liberates other people where they see other, especially black mm-hmm. men working together. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they can do this. We can do it. And if, and if it's out of the realms of the typical things that they should always highlight us in, which is entertainers and athletes. Sport, yep. And so we can be building in other avenues that motivate young men yeah, and right. other people to do other things. Whether it may be a barber. It may you know be what I'm saying? Barber. It may be a barber. Yeah. You know, and so... Man, I just appreciate yeah, like just sure. the, the. But one thing before you, you before you close it out. No, nah, no, nah, you closing it. I out. want every man. Yeah. To sit back and think, think about how you felt. Yeah. Right. Think about your first haircut. Mm-hmm. Think about when you got a messed up haircut. Yeah. Think about when you went on your first date. When you got married. When you took a trip. What'd you do? You got a haircut. Well, you had that haircut. Had to come be on. Idea. I didn't go anywhere unless I got a haircut. Yeah, yeah, like, so. <laughs> Keep that on the forefront when you look at Villa's culture because we're taking care of the kids where they can start looking the right, same way right. and having those same memories. I remember all of those. Yeah. Right? It was that important. Right. So, you know, I, that's where I want, you know, don't think about Trevor. Just think about mm-hmm. the big picture, Villa's culture, the kids, the impact we're going to make on this world mm-hmm. one haircut at a time. You know, so appreciate, appreciate you, man. you, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you.